Hello and welcome to the podcast version of Kenya's biggest conversation that's broadcast live every weekday morning from 6 to 10 a.m. on Spice FM. Hit subscribe for more thought-provoking conversations with your hosts Eric Latif, Ndu Oko and C.T. Muga and who's who of an eclectic mix of guests from the world of politics, policy, business and culture. This is a Situation Room podcast. Enjoy. Lobbying is what we want to discuss. Lenny Rashid Ruvaga is the county director for Change.org Kenya. Good morning, Lenny. Good morning, Jensen ladies. Apologies for being late. The rains. Mm-hmm. Yes. Kubaya. Kubaya Sada. Roads are like that. Unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As you were coming, you must have heard us talk about the situation on the roads and what we expect is happening. And because we are also seeing the conversation happening on social media. And this uh, com- is compounded for particularly pedestrians. If you're thinking of walking, you don't have place to... I mean, there are no pedestrian, pedestrian walkways, and no bus stops that have been constructed f- to shield, shelter you from the rain, children going to school, how are they going, uh, all these things. And people keep complaining all the time, which brings us into the conversation that we want to have for the next 20 minutes, which is about people complain, people sign up petitions, and then they die. And now there's change.org, which is where people sign up petitions. So introduce us to change.org. Yeah, thank you so much. Um, So change.org began in Kenya last year. So we're one year old and we have about um, a quarter of a million dedicated users, um, Kenyans, um, who use the platform to petition for issues, um, social issues, justice issues, issues to deal with policy and so forth. Um, In Africa, we're in Nigeria and South Africa. And globally, we have about 500 million users who use our platform just to advocate for for change in the various cadres in society. So that's who we are generally. We are free. Um, We don't charge anything. However, um, if you are moved philanthropically to just contribute um, to keep the lights on for the company to ensure that um, tech, the technology, technological platform um, runs as it should be, um, there are also um, avenues for that. Mm. Yeah. So why? <laughs> I guess this question. Why? Why? Why would I go online and sign a petition? Why would I do that when I can go to court or when I can, you know, lobby any other way? Why? Why come up with that? No, you can go to Jaramogi or Ginga or Dinga grounds. grounds. Yeah, and disrupt eat. the whole thing and eat. Why <laughs> should I bother? Wonderful question. So our mantra is become the change that you want to see, right? Um, we actually, through um, academic research, um, also realized that the power of lobbying and advocacy and getting allies with legislatures and decision makers in whatever level they may be achieves a lot. More than just protesting, which is just a tactic and not an end of itself. So the aspect of actually petitioning from start to finish on a petition cycle achieves more gains to get your issues actually advocated and actually addressed to the particular decision makers. What's lobbying? I mean, we, uh, this word lobbying, I keep hearing of it. I read about it. I read about it in the political space in the U.S. Uh, what is lobbying? Wonderful. So just to operationalize the word, so lobbying um, in a layman's term is actually just coming together and advocating for a particular issue definitely to a decision maker and if it would be a policy maker in that case or a legislature towards getting that desired idea of victory that you have so for example potholes um inadequate pathways um inadequate culverts so in that case for change.org where we come in um you would start a petition mm-hmm. um 
then we would come and stuff it and actually make it more quality, make it more smart and make the asks more targeted. So that's the one aspect. The second aspect of what we do is we actually empower you to actually have a media campaign towards a particular issue. And then lastly, we ensure that you have a pathway towards that particular decision maker towards mm. your and I keep on saying towards your envisioned idea of victory because your envisioned idea of victory changes and moves from one situation to the other. So essentially you want to influence people who are influential to change their mind in the hope that they will change their behavior. You've put it succinctly perfectly. In other words, we and want to charge you for that. <laughs> 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 and I'll open the tab. So in in other words, we are trying to activate citizens and to make citizens more active. However, we want to empower them by showing them that there's a technological platform that has a pathway towards getting you to that particular end of that particular petition cycle. So it's just about empowering citizens and ensuring they're more active and have a more sustainable way of campaigning and addressing their issues. So in that one year that you've been here, can you give us an example of a petition that has been launched and through change.org there has been action taken? Thank you for that, Eric. There are numerous petitions, numerous petitions on, 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 on various thematic issues. Um, one key, key petition that um, actually achieved victory was the Boda Boda petition where unfortunately last year around March um, a lady was um, attacked um, on Pangani Road because um, she accident accidentally hit um, this particular Boda Boda and the pillion driver and the Boda Boda rogue people came and um, actually attacked her and handled her um, and we know how the story went yeah. um, the perpetrator ran away to Tanzania he was arrested by so in between that and in the hours preceding to that, that particular video went viral. So Just a Concerned Citizen started a petition on our platform and they had various asks. Chief of it was number one, let's regulate the Boda Boda industry. Number two, let NTSA rules be activated and implemented. And number three, let's just ensure the police and NTSA work in concert towards making the roads um, actually safer for everybody. And number four, to ensure that not only women but everybody has a right to safety and security. Okay. Now, few days after that, we had the president, the would-be president at that particular time, um, pronounce himself on the issue. We also had uh, the Minister of Security, Interior, pronounce himself on the issue. And for at least one week, we had sanity on our roads. Mm. Now, yes, yes, at least <laughs> for at least one week, we had sanity over on our roads before um, we went back to default settings. That particular petition garnered about 200,000 plus signatures. Mm -hmm. Now, for that particular petition starter, all their asks were ticked. So to them, that was a victory, and they declared it a victory. So that is one of the petitions. But how do we attribute this to the platform? Perfect. So now, the reason as to why we attribute this to the platform is that internally, we also have analytics mm. that actually see exactly this is how this issue started, um, this is the amount of media coverage it has gotten, and this is the amount of media hits it has gotten and decision-maker mentions that it has gotten. And that's exactly how we know internally, using big data and smart data, that you know what, this petition um, can be attributed towards that particular change. You know, that particular petition had Okay, that particular issue had uh, coverage and conversations not only on change.org but also on mainstream media and all these other places. So I, I struggle to see how we can directly say that because this petitioner came to change.org and they listed this for concerns, then they, because of coming to change.org, we saw the results. Give me one where 
you can say this is change.org this is where it happened and what change.org the platform or the people or the data whatever did to move the conversation towards the result so that is one another okay. one that i can also attribute to that is um earlier last year in around um september we had a petition starter who began um a petition of having um mental um education um including the curriculum for secondary and primary school kids mm. so they started the petition had their asks and had the decision makers the ministry of education included there so earlier this year um actually the ministry of education incorporated she the petition starter was 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 very very an active citizen and had very nice articulated issues and also had a curriculum that she had also made and presented to the ministry of education that polit- aspects or excerpts of that particular curriculum were actually lifted and put in the primary and secondary curriculum touching on mental health education so that's another victory which we can attribute to change.org what's the journey from petition on the platform to the curriculum what's the journey what what happened what did you do all right fantastic so the first thing um is that um number one the petition starter um started the petition on the platform and once it gets to a number of signatures it meets a certain threshold in that um it's of public goodwill it's a public issue we jump on the petition um that falls in line with our vision and our mission as an organization we reach out to the petition starter and um request them that um we can actually make your petition smart we can make it more targeted we can make it more quality so we work in concert um with a petition starter so in this case we made it smart we made it targeted we make the asks more directed towards even that particular decision maker that's the first thing the second thing we actually empowered this particular decision maker in terms of media campaigning in terms of you know what this is the second thing that you do you get media campaigning by reaching out to newspapers uh blogs which are very strong these days um tv stations radio stations and this is how you're going to campaign and get towards your issue article and shouting out there the third thing like i said our platform has a dedicated usage of about a quarter of a million members so we send out this particular petition on a blast targeted towards specific issues like this one was on education and youth and minority rights mm-hmm. so it went to those particular tags which i mentioned earlier just smart data and segmented this particular audiences now this members on our platform actually saw this petition and are like wow yes this is actually a good issue and an issue of concern i mean let's not um stigmatize mental health education and let's tackle it from that from that level all the way up so sign it and then we get the numbers analytics and then on our platform we can actually see you know what about 150,000 people have signed this particular petition mm. and based on that so this particular petition starter going back to the question that you ask uh, media advocacy and enabling them um once they have this number of signatures right and they've done all these interviews they present this particular petition to the decision maker mm-hmm. now there are for us it's all about getting allyship we don't have to really shout about it all we all we want and all the petition starters want is to get that particular change effected mm. so like he asked before city asked before what is lobbying that's where lobbying also comes in make an appointment present not even shouting or hallelujah present the particular petition present the asks you like uh bonuses um or the decision maker as a case may be this is what we are requesting you take it they're like you know what this is actually achievable um we will give you definite timelines and when we get back to you on this 
don't even have to shout about it give them time um and in the event that they do that is fantastic we declare a victory in the event that they don't we still ramp up the efforts towards ensuring that particular petition or that particular issue is addressed so that exactly is the entire petition cycle and again in the eyes of the petition starter if it is a victory we declare it a victory however if it's just an update we presented this particular issue to the cabinet secretary and they have pledged to address this particular issue as per these particular timelines. They updated on the petition and informed the publics, number one, internal publics, the 250,000 members, mm -hmm. and then the external publics, just generally, members of the public, that this is where we are. Um, so that's how we ramp up pressure and just keep the pressure moving. Yeah. When you talk about lobbying and the effects thereof, I have to ask the question, all this work that you do, how do you make your money? Wonderful question. So we are a for-profit organization, right? <clears throat> so one of the ways that we make our money is number one, um, through contributions by the public. So on all our petitions, um, we request for support. Mm -hmm. So support is in different cadres. It can go for 300 shillings, 500 shillings, 1,100 shillings, and 2,200 shillings. Mm -hmm. That's one way. You can elect to support or not it is still fine we will still support your petition and we will still give you all the advocacy support that you need mm -hmm. that is one way another way is still on the petition platform there's a way of blasting your email and making sure that it's it goes viral right? boosting it in other words so there's an amount attached to that like let's say 300 shillings as the case may be and it's boosted or 100 shillings let this will reach this amount of supporters now that money that is made like I said, in a nutshell, keeps the lights on. So it ensures that um, the technology platform is up to date. It ensures um, people like um, Lisa, um, our digital associates campaigner, who is here in the next room, um, can do her job effectively, myself and other members of the team. Mm. That's exactly how we make our money. Okay. Yeah. How then do these petitions go from, I'm making a statement, there's something that I see that I'm not happy with. I am here, I'm driving on the road with potholes. It's raining today. Um, it's just flooding everywhere. And there is, in my opinion, somebody who can do something about it or somebody who is mandated by virtue of them being in a particular office to do something. So how does this work then? I come in and I say, well, okay, me and my colleagues are going to petition. Are we going to put it down? What's the guarantee that something then will actually be done about it? What's the difference between this and going to court and saying, you know what? You in this office are legally mandated to fix the roads. Why don't you do your job? What's the difference between the two? Good question, Du. So, number one, we work also with allies mm -hmm. and like-minded organizations in as much as we work with individuals. So, like I said, ours is a technological platform where everybody can articulate issues from left, right, and center as long as it falls within our vision and mission and it doesn't. it's not about defamation, slander, hate, and so forth. Um, so, you find that we are just the wind behind the petitions, but you are the owner of that particular petition. We just provide the, the know-how, the wherewithal in terms of the acumen of advocacy, lobbying, media campaigns, and so forth. So your question being that, why lobby and not just take it directly to court? Now, the aspect of lobbying, advocacy and picketing is guaranteed in our constitution. Mm -hmm. So that's one of the avenues that we are trying to explore. That you know what, we, we move further by articulating our issues and ensuring they're lobbied and advocated for with decision makers, legislatures or decision makers in companies, organizations or in the community or in the society. So by articulating your issues, having timelines, making the asks more targeted, mm. we ensure that you know what, we can call you to account. 
we can call you to account on this particular issue. We've also had cases where petition starters um, start um, a petition on the platform and take it to court. Mm. And they don't fall within the sub judice rule that they're like, you know what, I will still take it to court, but for the sake of keeping pressure on this particular issue, I will still ensure that this petition goes and mm. to ensure that the public is still engaged on this particular issue. Do we find that folks then are whomever an office or whomever is petitioned and before that actually gets into the judicial system that enough pressure then is applied for them to actually do something do you find things like that happening we 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 find things like that happen that um a person would rather address the issue than it actually going the legal route Mm. yeah because sometimes they're like this legal route will cost us more this legal route is nefarious sometimes it's vexatious and sometimes it's just for political mileage so they find that let's try addressing the issue even if it's small victories or small steps let's address this particular issue or this particular asks as the case may be Mm. do you have cases or do you have businesses that you do not accept yes numerous 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 number one um cases that deal with um defamation hate minorities um, um, that foment um, tribal hate those are flagged immediately by our team number one they're also flagged by members on our platform um, so on the petition the, there's a place where you flag a petition that this petition um, I think it borders on hate it borders mm. on all this so you flag it and our team looks at it and it's like yes by the way that is true and we pull it down immediately yes their petitions been quickly pulled out what classifies as hate let's say a matter that's <coughs> in a public domain right now it's a public discussion even in parliament if mohammed jichopevu the mp4 for uh, nyali went on to change.org and said i'd like people who support um, this conversation against lgbtq to sign a petition would you accept it so <laughs> here's the thing that's a wonderful question what borders is hate uh we have a raft of policies um that touch on all that but in a nutshell um any petition that tries to pit one community against another or one majority against a minority we don't back that campaign okay let's give a different example which perhaps isn't as insidious as that one a petition about the government intervention in the north rift and the northern uh, parts of this country against banditry and the request no sorry (coughs) the order that they made for people to vacate their homes so that whatever it is that they're planning can happen Mm. such a petition wonderful um and i like how you're being very diplomatic and moving away from the incendiary petition <laughs> <laughs> to a less incendiary <laughs> to a less incendiary <laughs> yeah. petition because I, I could see eric smiling and looking at do <laughs> like we got in there so now here's the thing on that particular one so our team will do a research does that order um does that does that order actually negate the laws if it does then we actually cite that particular clause that this particular order has negated the law and as a result of this we petition against it yeah and it's not uh, us again it's not us again it it's, is the, the pet- it's the petition starter we will just advise it is not us we adjust the wind beneath mm. the sails okay lenny you'll come again for bigger conversation on this particular one lenny rashidru vaga is the county director for change.org kenya talking about the impact of digital lobbying how about that? You made it to the end of today's podcast. You clearly ooze stamina. Guess what? Just hit subscribe at Standard Media Podcast, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Spotify, or wherever else you get your podcasts from. Our podcasts drop daily. From me and the team, catch you next time. Bye-bye.